Hi there, this is Melody Thuston Cowan, and you are listening to A Word from the Tabernacle. This message, Bishop Thuston reminds us of the spirit of man. Did you know your spirit is what connected with Jesus on Calvary? I mean, before we were together with him in time, our spirit was with Jesus. And your spirit is the inner you. It's the most centered piece of who you are. Wow. This message is dynamic and powerful, and I pray that this word inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you a perspective in God's moving in your life. Thank you for joining. Now let's go in and listen to the word. Chapter 20 of Proverbs and verse 27. I won't finish this today. Why don't y'all say we know that? The spirit of man, the what? Let me just talk. Let me just talk. Let me just talk. Please, just let me talk, and then we'll talk together. The what? The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Whoa. Did you know you have a spirit inside your body? Inside of your soul, you have the most unexplored sector of your being The hidden part is the most powerful. The most unobservable is the real you. That's the part of you that connects all the way to a world before creation. That's the infinite aspect of what God placed in you when he put you together in his marvelous divine mind. That's your spirit is indestructible. Your spirit is that part of you that is made in the image and the likeness of God. Some have called it the divine spark. Your spirit is what connected with Jesus on Calvary before you were there physically in time. You were with him in spirit. That's how he did what he did for you. One time he connected time and eternity, the past and the future. And he connected you because your spirit had not yet been located in your body until time caught up with eternity. You really don't know a person very well until you begin to make acquaintance with their spirit. Paul said, I don't even know anybody more after the flesh. I don't even stop at that point. I only know you in the spirit because you really don't know a man. You don't really know a woman 
until you get some familiarity with their spirit. Because the body is not always an accurate indicator. You, you, can, you can have somebody who may look like a worn out monster that you want to elude at all costs, but once you get to know them, that may be a person you want to be in their company all the time. Can y'all hear me? Don't write me off because I'm old. Because sometimes old people are not cranky. They're not always self-centered. They're not always talking about their aches and pains. They don't sleep in the middle of a conversation. They're not impatient. Our old people are not crab apples. And if you just look at somebody you think is old because you're young and say, look at that old man, can't drive any better. Look at that old lady. I wonder why she just get on out the way. Once you get in their spirit, you find out they are beautiful, they're fervent, they're warm-hearted, got a sharp mind, got a lot to tell you, going to encourage you, bless your life, and might give you some money. Why don't you say there's more than meets the eye? And for those of you that are so enamored with romance, you, you may want to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Coca-Cola bottles can break. Real quick. Into little and big pieces that can cut you from ear to ear. If you only look at the man and say, that's the kind of man of my dreams. What I would do to have a man like that, you might be barking up the wrong tree because that might be a demon in disguise. You don't need a man using your head as no punching bag. What a, look at those muscles. He got muscles like Bishop, okay. <laughs> look at that man. Oh, look at that car he drives. Whatever y'all think, he's got all that. But what if the man does not know how to communicate on a job? No job. I'm going to say that again. But I could just tell, I just, I just get the, I just get goosebumps. It just, something goes all over me when I see his picture in the magazine. That, that is not necessarily a good indicator of a life's partner. Because any woman with some wisdom knows I can do bad all by. You don't really know a person by what you see on the outside. It's the spirit that you usually don't even get to meet. The inner person, the invisible reality, the seeds of the future, the spirit, the part that causes them to be influenced so heavenly heavily by demons or liberated so marvelously 
by God. Your spirit is the inner you that will never end. And your personality is only a sneak preview of the spirit that is inside of you. For when God made you, the centerpiece of you is your spirit. And if you really, hey, somebody say, I hear you. If you really want to get to know something about God, you're going to get your greatest newsflash from someone who has the spirit of God dwelling in their spirit. Because when your spirit is linked to the pipeline of God's spirit, then you get a glimpse of the spirit of the living God. So the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. That's as deep as anyone can go. What about your spirit? The candle of the Lord. There's, there, are not, there are not as many blunt, not as many blunt definitions of the mysterious world as you have here. It never really defines the soul. It presumes you know that when he breathed into man's nostrils, he became a... It's never described, but if you look at the word very closely, and I've reviewed that um, in the Hebrew, the soul is useless until there is spiritual life within it. So your soul, your mind, your intelligence, your thoughts, your soul. Those are the chambers of the soul. Your emotions, your feelings. Obviously, it's not physical. That's in your mind or in your psyche. Your soul is your culture, your personality. That's all in your soul. Um, your IQ, uh, your fantasies, your fears. That's all in your soul. That's called your soul. There are chambers of the soul like there are physical chambers of the heart. So in your soul is your conscience. Your soul is your capacity to have relationships. Your identity as a family member, as a friend, as an enemy, as a foe, as a foe. All that is your soul. So the soul is what God put in man. But the soul is lifeless. It's mechanical. It's a robot. Until he breathed into those nostrils. And then the spirit connected. And so the soul is the encapsulation of the human spirit. And God put the soul and the living soul 
which is the spirit in man, when he created him after his likeness and in his own image. Did you read that in Genesis? And God said, now let us make man. And let us, 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 make him in our own likeness and our own image. So when God made you, he made you a miniature reflection of himself. So don't be howling like a wolf. That ain't you. And don't start barking like a dog. That ain't you. And stop oinking like a hog. That ain't you. And quite quit singing like a canary. That is not you. And quit acting a fool like a monkey. That's not you. God made you unlike all other creatures to be a reflection of himself. Say yes. And so this wise man who wrote Proverbs under the anointing of the spirit said, the candle of the Lord, the lamp in the dark complexity of what you are is your spirit. Your spirit is where the voice of God can be heard. John said at least seven times in the book of Revelation, let him that has ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying to his churches. You cannot hear the voice of the Spirit without your spirit being tuned in to his radio frequency. Now you need your natural ears. You need this body. And you need your mind. You need your body and you need your soul. Because how can they believe on whom they have not heard? For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? God will use your natural ear to hear the spiritual word. He can let it be processed through the mind and then let it lock into your spirit until you can say, this is not the words of man, but I am hearing the word of God. Say yes. Uh, and so this lamp of God, it's the light. It turns on your understanding. The, 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 the spirit of man is the searchlight. It will reveal to you what's right and what's foul. The, the, the lamp of the Lord, that's the spirit of man. It goes wherever you go. In fact, like a good flashlight, it shows you what is ahead before you get there. That's the lamp of the Lord. That's a constant reminder that even when you are wrong, he will show you what's right. He'll show you the difference between a truth and a lie. Thank you, Jesus. That's, that's the lamp of God. He will not overpower you until you 
vaporize. He's not going to overload your senses until you go into unconsciousness. But he wants you to be aware not only of who he is, but where he is. And he wants to dwell within your life. Say yes. Maybe you want to remember Hebrews 4 and 12, and I'm cutting across. Where it tells you the word of God is quick and powerful. Hebrews 4 and 12. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit. Divides what? Soul. Help me, Jesus. It divides the joint and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God can come and distinguish between your mind and the thoughts in your mind. It can even separate your intentions from your personality. Okay, okay, all right. You've been, you work in the hospital. What is on the inside, the marrow or the bone? Okay, let me go to another hospital. So if you have the marrow on the bone, what's on the outside, the marrow or the bone? Let me try this school over here. So if you break something, do you break the marrow or break the bone? So the marrow is the substance that is contained within the bone. It is not the bone, it is not the marrow, but they are connected in an almost inseparable way. And there was a time that you could never get to the marrow without breaking the bone. But now modern technology has produced laser technology that can go past your flesh through your thigh to the bone go inside the bone with a laser beam it can address the marrow within it come back out of the marrow past the bone out of your flesh and you never have one drop of blood and the word of God is more quick, is more powerful, is sharper than any laser beam. It can divide the marrow from the bone and the soul from the spirit. Say yes. And go bypass all of your hangups. And it can get to your spirit. It can go past all your superstitions. And get to your spirit. It can get to you. All of your black lives don't matter. Black lives might count. And get to your spirit. It can get to all of your attitudes. It can go through all of your personality traits. It can go through all of your mood strings. And get to your spirit. It can go past all of your memories. All of your flashbacks. And go to your spirit. It can go past all of the wrong religion you've been taught. And get to your spirit. It can go past all of your youth, all of your age, all of your relationships, everything in your mind. 
and it can get to your spirit and turn on the lamp of God. Say yes. So, spirits are interesting. First of all, never forget you have one. If you really want to be more precise, you are one. Let me not go on that too much. Give me a couple of weeks. I want to come back to this. Um, so your spirit is like your bone. It encapsulates your spirit. And then your body carries the invisible in the visible. And that is the lamp of God. That is your un... Brother Z-Walk, way before, you're doing all right now. But just like me, there was a time you weren't doing so well. But even then, that's enough. You don't need to use your imagination on him or on me or else you next. But even when you weren't doing so well, as I was not doing so well, the spirit was in place. Because you could never remove from your spirit what you learned from your mother, all the saints, your life, your pastor, my pastor, because there was a lamp that had not gone out. So you don't know Z-Walk. You really don't know. You think you know him. You don't really know him until you get to see an x-ray of his spirit. You don't know him. You may, think, you may think Mr. Rogers all that great. Mr. Rogers could be a monster for all you know because you're just looking at the least important part. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. You want to be your neighbor? You don't know what kind of neighbor they messed that man with into. That's the part of you that is the constant link. Even a sinner, his spirit is yet waiting to be awakened and to be birthed by the spirit of God. That's why, come on, somebody say, go ahead. Okay, I see I'm not going to finish. I'm about to cut across. That's why you should never give up on your wayward son or your wayward daughter. Or your crazy grandkids. Or your off nieces and nephews. Don't give up on them. Now don't let them run you silly as a jackrabbit. But don't give up on them because no matter how confused they are, they have a spirit. And the moment they open that to the word of God, they will make up for lost time. And no matter how much sadness and grief and insanity may have happened, once that candle is lit, they will turn from a monster to an angel. Lift your hand and just say, I'm not giving up. So you've got the spirit and then there are spirits that lurk in search of a spirit to connect with. Um, if we had time, we won't go there now. First John says, try the spirits. 
There's all kinds of spirits. First John 1 and 4, don't go there now, but just write the reference. It says, don't believe every spirit, don't give it every spirit, but test them. Because there's all kinds of spirits. Spirits are as numerous as angels. Because spirits are either angels or demons. So when you talk about spirits that are lurking, some of those are angelic spirits. Yes, Lord. Peter says he makes his angels spirits and ministers of fire. And so there are angels that are spirit beings because all an angel is, is a spirit without a body. And all an animal is, is a body without a spirit. But God made you as a spirit with a body. That's why you're neither an angel or a dog. So there are angels that come to do the will of the Lord. Serve you. They're with you. They watch you at night. They're your bodyguards. They encamp round about you. They keep you from being destroyed. They are the ones that minister to you. But then demon spirits continue a war that ended in heaven before time began. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. In the last days, there will be doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. Yeah, let me come through. Let me just come right on through here. The reason that this is the menu for today is because we are now in the midst of a battle of spiritual warfare. I don't know if COVID came through the bats in the soup in Wahoo, China. I don't know if COVID came through chemical warfare from a hostile nation. I don't know if it came through some secret experiment of a lustful pharmaceutical laboratory. But what I know is it cannot, cannot be equated. I hope you were blessed by the word from our leader, Bishop L. F. Thuston. Listen, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel. It is because of your support that this podcast is possible. And at BT, we are on the move. So to stay locked in to the latest updates, make sure to follow us on our social media channels and head to boontabernaclekojic.org for full details on our many ministries, including how to safely participate in our in-person and virtual services, our ongoing activities, giving options, and most importantly, prayer requests. We pray that this word met your need, and we ask that God strengthen and keep you until we meet again. God bless.